Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. Kate, I've got a cool thing. Okay, I okay. like cool things. The cool things are cool. All right, you remember how we once uh, looked at potential Caldecotts one year and we brought on a Dan Santat book uh, called After the Fall about Humpty Dumpty. Do you recall uh-huh. that? Yeah. And then uh, later he would illustrate my picture book, Great Santa Stakeout. But he has an, an, he's re-illustrated one of the classics that we have already done. Oh. It's coming out in 2020. Can you possibly guess which classic he might have redone? Uh, no idea. Okay, I'm going to lower it down. I'm going to limit it. I'm going to say there's a clown in it. Yeah, that doesn't help. Okay, I'm going to lower it down a little bit more, and uh, I'm going to I'm going to say that it's the little engine that could. Oh. He redid it. Um, With a clown. But, 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 Come this on. clown is less creepy because it's short. See how short he is? He's a little clown. That's He's a worse, tiny clown. Betsy. He's so cute. That's worse. He's adorable. That means it can get into small crevices and under your bed <laughs> and in the closet. Hey, and... That's not how clowns work. Yes. Yes, it is, Betsy. All right, all right. I've studied clownology. <laughs> they like tiny spaces to hide in. All right. Admittedly, you lived in the same house as a clown once. This, this is true. <laughs> however, however, I would like to point something out. That Dan has the exact same text. So jackknives, still good to go. But he has improved one element that drove me crazy. The previous engine, the one that breaks down, uh-huh. and they have to be rescued, and then you never hear from this poor engine again, uh-huh. they actually wave goodbye to it, and it looks si- somewhat relieved as it pulls away with the, with the little engine that could. And I appreciated the acknowledgement <laughs> given to unnamed engine number one <laughs> for, I believe, her duty. Uh, so... Well done there, Dan Santat. Well done. So it's right up there with uh, knitting needles being in the correct position, giving the former engine a nod off. So That is correct. But uh, it comes up far less often than knitting. You know what would have been the best, though? <laughs> Just getting rid of the clown. Yeah, the clown's in the text, babe. I can't I can't get rid of the clown if the clown's in the... Yeah, like... you can't. It's called whiteout. Or it's that <laughs> little button on your keyboard, keyboard called erase. See, look, look. It's looking delete. out the window like delete, a dog delete, and sticking delete. its head out of the window. Oh, Doesn't gosh. it look happy? No, it looks... It looks so happy. Oh, oh that's even worse. Right, oh, right. there's like shadowing under its eyes. Oh, I can't. Oh. I can't. Kate, what do we do on this podcast? Uh, you scare me, is what you do. Well, you clowns. scared me last time when you were doing the sales thing with green eggs at hand. That was super scary. The sales? Thing? Yeah, you were like doing like oh, your doing sales my woman job. Thing. Yeah, it's it's incredibly frightening. Why is that frightening? I don't know because it's just you say words and I don't know what they mean, and it is frightening to hear that from somebody who is related to me. <laughs> so that's what we do on this podcast. We scare one another. Pretty much. All right, it's cool. What else do we do? <laughs> oh, we talk about children's picture books. That's right, and. And we rate them. Yes. And uh, we rate them as to if they are good or if they are uh, not so good and should not be classics. Right. Yes. And now that we're in December, you're going to give me a Christmas book, aren't you? No. I'm kind of <laughs> giving you a Valentine's Day book, but 
There's a reason for it. Is it mushy? Oh, yeah. You're going to have to make that decision for yourself. I know you could actually hear a question mark. Like form in someone's yeah. mouth, but I have the rare that. ability to to actually form a question mark out of uh, the, like the vocal cords. Yeah, it was mouth. like yeah, question mark. Yeah, um, and you will see why. Uh, now I'm breaking a rule here because usually when I introduce to you uh, a picture book in a series, I like to begin with number one. I'm giving you uh, a number six in a series, uh, and the reason for that is I find it far more interesting than its predecessors or the one that came after it. So one through five and seven, crap. Well, <laughs> eh, you know, we'll get to them someday, I'm sure. <laughs> sure. But for today, here's the book. Oh! A kiss for a little bear. By? Uh, Else Holmlund Minarek. Illustrated by Marie Sendex. Sendex back. So much back. He's back. He back. He back. There's no naked children, so don't look for them. They're not here. <laughs> um, nope. This one's. Uh, this is a kiss for little bear. Uh, this is part of the little bear series. You you know the little bear series, don't you? Nope. Nope. Of course, it's not as popular now as it once was, but yeah, it was one of the first ones. You know, those easy books that come out. So, you know what yeah. I see like when I look at the cover. What, what, so, what do you see, buddy? So I see this hen looking at this bear, uh -huh. and I think it's going to, like, poke its nose, no. and then the poor little bear is going to oh. get a nosebleed. Oh. And then he doesn't have a tissue, but oh. he has a hat, so the blood is going to, oh. like, collect in the hat, and then he uses the paintbrush to paint. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> Why are you leaving me? <laughs> no. No, if this is a Rorschach test, you failed. You oh. failed the Rorschach test. That's all right. Can I try again? Sure, well, why don't you read the book? Oh. That, that'll help with that. Okay. Yay. While Kate does a read, uh, you might want to know a thing or two about the author of this book. Uh, one, Else Homeland Minarek. And due to the fact she was around, actually, until relatively recently. So there you go. So she was born in Fredericia, Denmark. And she immigrated to the United States at the age of four with her family. She graduated from Queens College and became a journalist for the Daily Sentinel newspaper of Rome, New York during World War II. Sort of puts that in context, doesn't it? Now, she lived on Long Island where she was employed as a first grade teacher where she got the idea for the series in the first place. And then the weird thing is that in 2010, the last Little Bear book was published. That was Little Bear and Marco Polo, which wouldn't be so notable if it weren't for the fact that the previous book had come out in 1968. So there was sort of a 1968 to 2010 gap there. Really don't know how to account for that. And we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. There's, um, yeah, there's an, there's an exchange of, uh, kisses in this book. Yes. A bit. Well, throughout the book. Throughout, really. it, one might say it's the entire point of the book. Yes. Yes. So when I first opened the book, I found a spelling mistake. Wait, what? Yeah. How you didn't find a spelling mistake? I did. What is um, it? Pictures copyright 1968 mm -hmm. by Manurai Sendek. No. Let me see this. Wait a minute. This is okay. She's on the publication page. Oh my gosh. Manurai? When was this edition made? This is like the 19th. No, this is the 20th printing. 19th or 20th printing of this book. This was particular copy was purchased in 2011, but... Oh my gosh, it literally says 
mana rice and... I told you. Well, maybe he had a brother <laughs> who didn't get a lot of work, and so, you know, sometimes he'd farm it out. Right. Yeah. Good old mana rice. So when I gave you my impression of uh, the, the cover page, yeah, yeah, yeah. you gave me this look of, like, disgust. Yeah. And it looks exactly kind of like the face of the hen. So I think we should do, like, a side-by-side -side picture comparison on Instagram. Oh! Like, of, like, the face you gave and then the hen and, like, see who wore it better. I have to agree. Uh, we're both birds. So, yeah, makes sense to me. Okay. So... The and I wore them. Right. Yeah. Sure. I'm sure. I did. So this bear paints a picture of a monster. That's a wild thing. Oh. Isn't that a wild thing? I mean, it looks like a wild thing to me. Um. It looks like a cross between Max and a wild thing. I don't know. Those teeth are intense. No, the teeth and are the super eyebrows. intense, actually. You're right. Those, the teeth are it's like It's like Eugene Levy eyebrows, too. Oh, yeah. So he paints this picture, and then Hen comes by, and she's like, oh, hey. And Bear's like, hey, you're now going to be a messenger. I'm going to put you to work. Yeah. And then like, you. wait, what? She gains 40 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, she's puffing out her, her feathers because she's super mad. Don't I would do that. be too. Yeah. If like all She's of a trying sudden, to look like two times her size. It's yeah. like, I didn't offer to help you, yet you're putting me to work? Yeah. Not only that, I now have to like... Schlep. Yeah. This gigantic painting that's like twice my size. Yep. Across who knows what... You know, forests chicken, or... You know, if I had to choose a messenger in the forest, I don't think a chicken would be my first choice. No, I don't... Yeah. No, me neither. I think they would try to peck whatever I put on their back. Yeah, she doesn't look too happy. Also, how do you attach something to a chicken? So the hen delivers this monster painting to Little Bear's grandma, and she's like, oh, I love it. Will you deliver this kiss um, to Little Bear? And Hen's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this was... There is not there part of the boundaries. Yeah. I did not. She also Ugh. looks like the grandma looks like Whistler's mother. Whistler? Yeah, you know from that famous painting, Whistler's mother. No. Okay. Well, you look at that up then. Okay. Okay. So then Hen's like, Ugh, fine, and then runs across an owl, a duck, and a frog. Sure. And picks the frog to then deliver said kiss. So the hen, like picks at the, it's supposed to be a kiss, but like, essentially puts beak to frog. Beak to frog. Yeah, because chickens don't have lips. And frog now has to deliver said kiss, and mm. he looks quite perturbed Well, by it this. looks like the chicken's about to eat him, to be fair. It, maybe not, that's a kiss, but it looks like a peck. He doesn't look too happy. Though the other two, the owl yeah, and Yeah, they think it's hilarious. Yeah, they think this is great. They, they, you they know what they think this is? Do you know what the owl thinks this is? Do you know what he thinks this is? What? He thinks it's a hoot! Okay, moving on. So okay. now we got this frog that's in a pond and it sees a cat and it's mm. like, hey cat, come into the water and so you can deliver this So kiss. many things wrong with that um, ask right the, there. The cat actually goes into the water, that's which would not nice happen. Of the, well, no, would not happen. If a cat Cats does it, like of, it doesn't it hates water, but they do, they will get wet of their own volition. I know this because my kittens right now. To deliver a kiss? Well, not to deliver. Yeah, not for someone else necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> right. So Maybe he just really likes Little Bear and it's doing it for him. I don't know. Yeah, I just can't believe the cat got in the water. Yeah, no, it is a little un unnerving. So then the cat takes a nap and then sees. That's on point. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, but do then, this thing immediately. But then sure. sees Little Skunk. Now, mm. everyone has been named like their animal name mm. until we get to Little Skunk. So we right. have. So why is it Little Bear and Little Skunk? Well, maybe they're kids. Maybe one else is a, okay. is a grown... Remember grown that. Adult. Okay. You think that this is a kid. Sure. Just, just hold little, on to that. Little Skunk. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
The baby skunks are adorable. The cat's like, hey, I had a kiss for Little Bear. Which means if a cat is going to kiss you, it's going to lick you. Yeah, it is, with that tongue. Yeah, so the cat must lick the skunk, and the skunk is not No, the tail went straight on up for that one. Yeah. Oh, and the eyes, too. The eyes are like... The the page before has the the skunk's tail high, but then later on... Yeah, no, when a skunk's walking around, they're not... But I guess maybe it saw the cat in the previous picture, too, and it was like, tail up! Yeah, I saw this and I was like, oh, that skunk is pissed. Yeah, just don't get behind that skunk, honey. Just, you just run, little cat. You run. So then little skunk meets another skunk. Yeah, you know where they are in that picture? They're um, in my backyard. That looks exactly like my fence. And you know what they're doing? They're digging up grubs in my backyard. And I'm trying to take the garbage out. Well, and there's a freaking skunk in my backyard. No, no, and I have to do this that, weird securitist route. Betsy, Betsy, come I'm sorry. back. Come back. Oh, come oh, back. Where am I? We're looking at these skunks. Oh, look, there's some skunks in, in a yard. They, they are, are naked. Yeah, they're, they're getting... They're, they're, getting, they're uh, kissing back and forth. They're going back He's and forth. He's giving there. the kiss to the new skunk. The new skunk is kissing him back. The little bear is of... watching over the fence. That's Super not, creepy. That's a, that's a peeping Tom move yeah. right there. And then all of a sudden, the hen pops out and it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what's Get going on room. here. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, need, uh, and the skunk just kind of looks like... Couple inches here. Oh. Oh, right. Oh, oh my bad. Um, well, I, I, I gave, you know, the, the skunk the little bear kiss. Mm-hmm. And the hen is like, who? And it's just like, essentially you think that the hen is like the skunk's mother. And is like, <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> and then. Well, this happens when you farm out your job. And then somehow little skunk gives the kiss back to the head where the new skunk is not happy about this. Yeah, that's she weird. She was like, that was my kiss. Yeah. No, not now anymore. Now she's out of the loop. Yeah, you lost your privileges there. So so then I just think that if like Little Bear and the Hen Hen interrupted what was going on with yeah, the skunks, yeah. <laughs> could have turned this book in a whole different direction. Yep, yep I'm, I'm with the Hen on this one. So Especially because Little Bear was watching the whole time. Yeah, Jeez. and now Little Bear is painting something what is he painting? Well, it Betsy? looks like a it looks like a skunk. Uh huh. It looks like he's not done with that painting. No, he's not. It's got a whole half a page there. It's completely blank. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that. I don't either. It doesn't look good. <laughs> so I don't know where that's so going. What was he going to paint until he got um, interrupted by the hen? I don't know. The hen seems to be like the like the mother superior of this book. Yeah. It's like you know we need this much space. Yeah. yeah. So the hen gives the kiss from. The little bear's grandma mm-hmm. to little bear, right. and then little bear's like, which was technically her job oh, in the first place. Oh, oh, can you can you take a kiss back? And the hen's like, no. Uh, we which, see we see how that went. Last this time. is the first time we've seen hen say no, which is yeah. You she know is fair play to hen, standing up for yourself. She she is capable. Of she's that. willing to help out to a point. To a point. Yeah. Then <laughs> apparently, you said little skunk was I a kid. I thought so, but now I'm rethinking my. Because the skunks decide to get married. Okay. Well, you know, kids have fake marriages all the time. But he's wearing, you know what? He's got a cane and a top hat. Um, So So, he can't possibly be a child. So then we get back to why is he called Little Skunk? Not just Skunk. Maybe he was the runt of the family. And he's all, (laughs) his name just stuck. It happens. Happens to the best of us. This is my favorite page that has my tattoo. Oh. We haven't done a tattoo. We haven't done a tattoo in so long. I know. Oh, for for new listeners, Kate sometimes chooses an image from the book to be a tattoo. Yeah. Uh, She hasn't done it in a while. And this this image is my tattoo. Okay. Do tell. Okay. Behind the bride skunk is a something 
Holy what the freaking heck I, is it's, that? It's either a rat. Look, it's got or the tail a of a possum, but no po- But it's got the face of a rat, <laughs> but the body of a. And it's holding the what a quokka. It's That's like I had a quokka body. A quokka? Quokka! No, quokkas are adorable. And the, I didn't I've say seen, it had a quokka head or tail. I said it had a quokka the body. The ears aren't right. No, it's not no, a quokka. No, it's not the head. It's like, it's like, I don't know what it is. What but is it's, it? It's like it's a mutant. It's holding the bride's tail like a train of a dress. I think it's a mutant shrew. <laughs> I love it. What is that? I don't know, but I... I'm not sure he's holding the train or if he's just going to like duck underneath and try to steal something. I mean, that's, that's, that's just... That's my tattoo. Okay. Totally you, Instagram worthy. I, I, uh, yeah, that's Instagram worthy. Okay. I'll agree with that. And if you haven't followed us on Instagram, Fuse number eight, Kate, check this out. It's amazing. I have never seen this before. Okay. So then we have this fake wedding, right? Or real wedding. Could well be real. I mean, they're all wearing top hats. Who Everyone am I to judge? came. The grandma came. Um, the bear's parents came. The duck. The oh, frog, and the human. The... the human girl who's in the previous books, but only seems to appear at this point now. Right. Yep. And then at the very last page, little bear kisses the bride in front of her new husband? On the lips. Well, isn't that whoa, a whole thing? Whoa, Kiss the bride? Whoa. Not cool. Yeah, no, but that was it used to be a thing, right? Like at the wedding, like when I kiss the bride, you see that creepy line in so many old movies that I have to it assume it was a so, thing once. Why would you end? But the you would book never like kiss lips of the bride. You just kiss the cheek, right? I don't know. Yeah, I mean the groom is obviously not thrilled. No, with he's this. serious. Even he's holding the the gift, which is the picture of the, the two of them. The skunk painting. Yes, which says, "Oh, love from little bear." Yeah, what kind of love, man? Yeah, this yeah. is a really awkward ending. This is such an awkward ending. Like, I can't... I don't feel good about this marriage. I don't think it's getting off on the right foot. Um, I yeah. think it began weird to begin with. Yeah, this the whole book was just awkward. It's a weird book, right? It's all awkward. It's kind of why I chose it. Because <laughs> I just... I didn't remember the specifics. I just remembered long ago I read it and I was like, what was that? Yeah, the whole... What's the... What? The whole thing is awkward. From the spelling mistake to the awkward... The spelling mistake is so weird. From the awkward, like, kissing interspecies to little bear, little skunk, is skunk little or not? And then you have this wedding with, like, this weird animal holding the bride's tail and then kissing the bride in front of her new husband. The whole thing is just (laughs) plain It's very... I think... But people think it's very sweet. People will, will constantly say, I think this is such a sweet book. It's so cute. And I actually went out and Googled A Kiss for Little Bear. Weird? And <laughs> I did not find almost anything. Uh, I, like, No, I didn't find anything. Except, except, except the original 1968 review from Kirkus. Good old Kirkus. I love Kirkus. The thing I like about Kirkus is, is uh, they are known as being mean, but they are so on point sometimes, and they were on point. Oh, you reviewer from 1968. This is what they wrote. A little, little bear book with very little of little bear, and with illustrations shadowed by the ominous overtones of higgledy-piggledy-pop. The story is a single brief episode. Grandmother asks Hen to take a kiss to little bear and thanks for the monster picture he has sent. Hen, distracted, passes the kiss on to Frog, who passes it on to Cat, who passes it on to Little Skunk, who gives it to a pretty girl skunk, who gives it back, starting an exchange of kisses that has nothing to do with Little Bear, but which he watches fixedly from behind a fence. Then Hen puts a stop to too much kissing, 
retrieves the kiss, delivers it to Little Bear, and refuses to take one in return. The skunks decide to get married, everyone comes, Little Bear is best man, kisses the bride while the groom scowls. Well, while ruminating, we scan the quotes re-earlier books on the back flap. Reassuring, family tenderness, atmosphere of love, charming childlikeness of Little Bear's delights. Hardly. Albeit a droll vignette. Have a look. That was the official professional review of the book. Wow. So they were weirded out. And yet, I would say it, it's remembered to a certain extent. I think it shows up on many a Valentine's Day display sometimes. Awkward. Awkward! Ratings time. Ugh. Like a... Ugh. I don't... You go first. Okie dokie. I think earlier you asked me uh, if this was like a mushy, lovey-dovey book, and I think my answer was a question at the end of a kind of thing. Uh. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't remember the previous Little Bear books very well, but that's fine because I, I, we're judging this one on its merits, and its merits are lacking in the department of classicitude, which is a word. <laughs> That I've just made up. Yes, right. Um, yeah, it's awkward. The art's great, of course, because it's Sendak. And he's at least weird enough to put in some little, like, side things that an adult who has to read this to their child might notice on the 5th or 6th or 7th or 10th read. Um, you know, so you can't, you can't fault the man's art. The text, however, is doggone bizarre. As I say, this was the sixth book in the Little Bear series, and... She didn't write anymore after this until 2010, so apparently this just wasn't doing it for her, and maybe this was like her last sort of bleh kind of attempt to make a little bear book. I am going to have to give this one a three. I was going to say 3.5. Yeah, maybe a 3.5. It's so awkward that yeah. I just... Other than my tattoo, I really don't like it. No, I mean, it's got a weird tone. It's not that, like, I hate it. No, you it's can't just, hate it. You're just... You're just kind of like, what? It's that like, ending. It's like when you're watching an episode of The Office and they're doing something awkward and uncomfortable and then you feel awkward and uncomfortable yeah. and that's how oh. I felt like reading. So this is a cringe comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Minus the comedy part. <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm trying to cast all the characters in this book with members of The Office and it's really improving it quite a lot. <laughs> I'm like, oh yes, yes, yes. Michael Scott. Yes, yes, yes. So... But yeah, I'm thinking not a classic. No. no I'm sorry, little bear. I'm not. Yeah. You're so I'm not actually, I'm not that sorry. I'm like, sorry in the grand scheme of being sorry that not all books are classics. I'm good. I'm glad that we didn't do a classic because we've just been wing doing way too many of those. Well, there you go. I, I thought this could cut either way. So I was like, I don't know where you're going to go with it. Yeah, too, yeah, too awkkward. No. Too awkward. It's too awkward. It's not good. Grown up things we like. Uh, You go first. Okay. So this is kind of a... This is kind of an old school uh, recommendation, and by old school I mean a 1970s recommendation. I don't have many shows that you would consider, like, the comfort food shows. You know, the shows that you watch, like, when you're sick, and you're mm -hmm. like, I just want to curl up and watch my favorite. The Great British Baking Show, right? Sure, like that. Well, exactly like that. Very much so. Especially that British part. Yes. Because my show um, is a show that I love very much, that I still feel could be remade at any point... It was ahead of its time. You may be familiar with it because our mom liked it a lot. It's called The Good Neighbors. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, so it was this 1970s show about this guy. He turns 40 as someone who is 41. 
this is highly disturbing that I'm now older than him because he still looks like so much older than me. He's just like so much older than me. But anyway, he turns 40 and he decides he wants to drop out of the corporate life and turn his home in the suburbs into a, a self-sustaining farm. He, gets, he wants to homestead, um, which, you know, he, but he, want, he doesn't want to move. So he just wants to do it in his like hoity-toity suburb. And his rich neighbors, who he's also best friends with, are kind of put off by this. It is such a good series. It holds up so well, and it fits in so well with television today. Because these days, you've got these, you know, Aaron Sorkin-esque, you know, shows or like 30 Rockers, I and mean, where like people are making the jokes so fast, and then you like get your remote out and you rewind it, like, what did they just say? You know, I'm so laughing at the last joke that I missed the previous joke. They, it was that kind of show. Like the jokes just went bam, 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 bam. But a in British accents, and then b you didn't really have the option of rewinding back then, so it's maybe more along the lines of Groucho Marx used to do this too. So it's kind of an old school kind of comedy so thing. So can you watch but, it on? Um, it's on DVD. It's on DVD. Uh, it may have other formats. I don't know because I have the DVDs. But so go to your local library, folks, and check out the Good Neighbors. It may well be streaming somewhere. I don't know. It's worth it. PBS used to show it back in the day. Okay. So it is well worth it. And, and all British people know it, but they know it as the good life. Because apparently Americans can't deal with the good life, so they changed it to the good neighbors when they brought it here. Okay. All right. What's your thing? So on Netflix, there's um, Seth Meyers' new comedy special called Lobby Baby. Ooh, what's that? Um, I was watching this on the plane, and it was so hard to contain my laughter. Like, I was doing the oh, shoulders yeah, yeah, yeah. up and down. You don't want to look like, like a freaky person. And yeah. it got to the point where I was holding it in so bad that I wanted to cry. Yeah. So I'd have to keep pausing You'd it. have to rock for a while. Look out the window, think of something else, and then come back to it. Mm -hmm. And it was, it's extremely funny. It's about, well, his first kid was born almost in an Uber. Ooh. His second kid was born in the lobby of his apartment. Hence, mm -hmm. Lobby Baby. Um, but what's interesting is that during, it's on Netflix, as I said, and at one point he goes into like a political, um, part of his routine, right? And he says, if you don't want to hear any political jokes, just hit the skip button, which, you know, like on Netflix shows, sometimes they'll have the skip intro button. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually a skip. You can skip the whole political oh. part of his show if you don't, if you're just tired of hearing about Trump and True, yeah. politics and all that. So mm. Um, but it's it's very funny. I'm not, like, a huge fan of his late-night show. No, I don't watch I, it, but I, everything else he does I like fine. So. But I loved his comedy show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I highly recommend it. It's called Lobby Baby. Check it out. Very nice. Yes. These were two very good recommendations that have nothing to do with weird, awkward <laughs> situations, obviously involving... Rat possums and... Yeah, and uh, the exchange Kissing your friend's kissing. wife. Yeah. On the lips. <laughs> full frontal, right in front of everybody and God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe next time we can do another um, Manu Rice and Dick book. Oh, Manu Rice. <laughs> Is there nothing you can do? <laughs> I admire his work so much. <laughs> All right. I've been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse number 8, Kate. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime and our prosciutto de Parma is Drew Atienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird. <laughs>